How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? This is the second installment of the Brother Hut. The Brother Hut. Uh, we are the brothers and the hut. This is the place where two ordinary conversations happen with two ordinary Capuchin brothers. What's up? Brandon Berg, how are you, man? Hey, Brother <laughs> Hut, number two, coming at you, yes. That's right. And I like to say we are extraordinary. <laughs> We're, oh, yes, I like that, real extra, extraordinary. Amen, brother. Mm-hmm. So cool. that brother's name is Benny Carrasco. That's right, I am. And that right there is Brother Brandon Berg. Amen. Hello, everybody. We're coming to you today from Denver, Colorado. Right. Is there Denver. any better place to be, Brother Benny, today than Denver, uh, Colorado? Denver's very nice right now. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's so fresh. It's like the complete opposite of San Antonio right now. <laughs> so, but no, it was nice to drive up into the city last night, and there's like a tiny bit of snow on the ground, but then it was like kind of fresh, so I liked it. It was great. What about you? What you? Oh man, yeah, I'm so happy to be in Colorado just to get some cool air, see yeah. some changing trees, and oh yeah, I don't apologize to Texas, but Texas, you've been hot. Been San Antonio has been burning up, and it is great to be up in some cool mm-hmm. mountain air. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just great to see the sun shining, see some snow on the ground. I touched snow yesterday mm-hmm. and today oh, just to see what it was like it's it was cold it's like, it was like it was i, for, cold. I yeah, forgot exactly. what it was like i'm gonna go and touch it again it was like oh. <laughs> so what what brings us here to colorado Vinny? why don't you hit yeah our so to our world what's happening yeah for uh we have we're having our annual uh brown road benefit for the capuchin friars which is our it's like our annual uh, fundraising event so we have different sponsors and uh, benefactors that get together for this fun evening you know and yeah there's a live auction and just different ways of for people to support our ministries and everything so yeah once a year so it's good to be up here for that man what what year is this that we're doing this? i don't even know it's like the, is this 26 because last 26? year was 25 right i think yeah 26 or something like that yeah, could be 27 26. already time seems to fly i don't Man. even know where it goes brown robe is almost as old as me bro <laughs> oh my <laughs> lord right. uh so one of my just a little side note one of my favorite things about events like this is uh just come i'm into puns and there's a joke i like to use so one of the first things when you everybody gathers at this place for the for the gala, and the first thing is the silent auction. You know, everybody has their drinks, and they go around all these tables, and you can bid on these items, but you do it silently. Oh, yeah. And if there's people talking in a corner or whatever, I'll be like, excuse me, can you keep it down over here? And they'll be like, what's going on? I'm like, it's a silent auction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to shh, shh, silent auction. Yeah, just go so out to people. Sometimes people are just totally confused. And, <laughs> <laughs> Other times people get in and they're like, hey, we get what you're doing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, ah, I get it. I, get I did that to some people in Texas a couple of years ago when, <laughs> for this other group that I was working with for a while. Oh, they about lost it. Yeah, it's pretty cute. So I'll, so I'll, I'll wait to uh, unleash that on some unsuspecting uh, brown robe benefit the new the, the yeah. rookie attendees. Right, yeah. sure. <laughs> okay. Have you been here before? No. Yeah. Shh. Go ahead. I need to keep it down. This is the silent auction. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, Stop we uh... stirring your drink. <laughs> it's too loud. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were. Uh, we live in San Antonio, and uh, three of us uh, drove up, headed north on Thursday. Uh, we spent one night in Amarillo, and everybody arrived here yesterday to beautiful, sunny, cool, fresh, beautiful, snowy Denver, Denver Colorado. Colorado. 
Praise the Lord Praise Jesus. The Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, good man. to be here. Yeah, it's good. It'll be rough getting back into school next week, but we don't have to think about that today. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. We gotta live in the moment. Live That's in right. the now. Okay, Enjoy okay. It. Forget about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Forget about tomorrow. Forget about that. <laughs> yeah. It's been good to be here and uh see oh, some friars I don't normally see on a day to day basis. Um, got yeah. a number of brothers, uh, especially at this friary, St. Anthony's Friary in Denver, Colorado. Another mm-hmm. a number of brothers here from the uh, African country of Eritrea. Mm, it's good yeah. to see the Eritrean brothers. They're very joyful. Very prayerful, joyful. And, um, They're great dudes, man. So we have uh, Father Serafio, Father Mahadeo out here. You know, so I saw... And, uh, I also, saw, uh, Vittorio. V- oh, Vittorio, yeah, Vittorio, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they're very joyful dudes. I saw Father Mahadeo, he was eating lunch. The first thing he said when he saw me, he's like, you gained weight, brother. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, like, Texas no, you just haven't seen me, right? <laughs> yeah, like, no, man, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm like in denial. <laughs> uh, no, but they're great dudes, man. They are, yeah. yeah Father uh, Vittorio celebrated the Mass for us this morning, and today was the uh, memorial of uh, Blessed... No saint seraphim of Montegranero, and I guess uh, I hadn't heard much about him, um, or I didn't know much about him. But um, I guess Vittorio had known enough about him uh, from his formation Mm. that uh, he had learned about him. That most of his homily for us brothers this morning was about seraphim of Montegranero. Well, what did he say? I guess he was um, he wasn't a very good student, Mm, and he also was uh, pretty clumsy. So, like, most of the stuff he tried to do in the Friary was always a failure. And I don't know if he broke stuff or exactly <clears> what happened, <throat> but... <laughs> um, the guardian and his superiors, I guess, would get on him pretty hard. So oh, he would yeah. pray, like, Lord, like, what are you doing to me? Why am I here? Why is nothing a success? Mm-hmm. And uh, he basically turned all of those uh, failures into opportunities to pray and to trust in God and then to offer up prayers for those who he felt like were belittling him and give him a hard time for not being good at stuff. Mm. But through his obedience, um, he began to be like a, a miracle worker. And there were so many miracles and so much stuff going on through his prayer and intercession that he was actually ordered to stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. To stop praying. Yeah. Well, stop not it. stop praying, but stop like performing public oh, miracles. Oh, stop doing your miracles, man. For people. Mm-hmm. And he was obedient, right? So he did. And I guess one of the phrases that uh, that brother, uh, Father Vittorio was taught in his formation in Eritrea was um, obedience produces miracles. Oh, so nice. So if we're obedient you know, to the Lord and to our superiors and all things, then, then these miracles can occur. So the story was that... Uh, there was a brick mason, and he was working on a wall on the scaffolding, and he started to fall <gasps> as brother uh, as brother oh, Seraphim of Montegranero was walking past, and he, he like, oh, so Seraphim yelled up to the guy, stop there, I'll go ask my superior if I can save you. So, <laughs> so the guy like stayed there hanging, and Seraphim ran off and said, Father Guardian, can I perform this miracle to save this man's life? And he's like, yes, brother, of course do it. Yeah, of course he ran you can. back go. and was like, okay. So. Don't ask me. <laughs> So, yeah, just, uh, you know, it's just a good reflection on, on simplicity and obedience and mm-hmm. just trusting in that the Lord works through our superiors and works through our daily life. And yeah. no matter how successful or brilliant or clumsy we are, that there's a place for us in, yeah. in this Capuchin family. So. That's great. Just so you know, bro, if you're ever falling 
off of a ladder or something, I'll, I'll be there. Thank you, bro. All right, bro. Yes. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> it might on. It might not end well for for either of us, but, you know. <laughs> but I'll definitely be there. I'll be right? there, bro. I'll oh, be man. there. <laughs> Well, That's great, bro. Brother Benny, would you like to introduce today's topic? Yeah, so, for sure. So, you guys know this October is the month of the Blessed Virgin Mary and her intercession through the, the prayers of the Rosary. So, yeah, we'd like to introduce the topic of, of the Holy Rosary and how that's, like, been a very profound impact in both of our lives. Uh, and so, just, you know, yeah, the power of the rosary and praying it and maybe a little bit of the history about it. And we had a, a question come in uh, about it and the prayers that we say. And then, so yeah, and then October 7th, we celebrated Holy Rosary, uh, Our Lady of the Holy Rosary. So yeah, we'll get into into that. So like, what's your favorite thing about the rosary? Like, what do you, what's... Me right now, my favorite thing about the rosary um, I love the simplicity of it. It's a, it, it's as profound or as simple as, as is in a state of being as you are. Like if you're really tired, it can put you to sleep. If you're really awake, it mm -hmm. can help you focus intensely on the life of Christ. Yeah. And I love that it has a, uh, a physical part. You know, you get to hold something, you get to have these beads in your hand, you get to have the cross, the rosary, the string, holding them together, oh, yeah. and you get to have the spoken part, and you get to have the mental part. So it's just, for me, it's really a prayer that uh, grasps the whole, my whole person. Mm, I like it. Mm -hmm. I think I like that you don't have to finish it, like it's all right if you mm -hmm. don't finish. And sure. I think, like a lot of people don't know that, like you're praying the rosary and you feel like, I have to finish this rosary. And so the, one of the cool things that I like is that I can say this decade, two decades, and like pick it up tomorrow night. And, you know, sure, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or if you only got five minutes in the car, yeah. and just, you know, take it out of your pocket, pray a decade or mm -hmm. as much as you have time for it. So. Yeah, so, yeah, and it's been, you know, one of the things that, you know, I think I've learned to appreciate the rosary more, like in my, in my college years, you know, um, praying the rosary and like we would go to like pray the rosary in front of uh like a Planned Parenthood or like at that uh, an abortion clinic and we would go pray uh, in front of the in front of that and yeah pray the rosary and just having like a powerful experience you know of Mary's intercess intercession you know and that so yeah very very powerful for me so you know what I mean yeah and the other the other thing I would say um just I've I've, so, I've, I've always had a good relationship with the rosary, mm -hmm. but we maybe haven't been as close as we could have been, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so what, what am I trying to say is, okay, basically, yeah, so I, I've i known the rosary since before college, and then maybe I, you know, I didn't actually pray the rosary much during college, but then I came back to it um, in the years after college, and certainly in my years as a friar. Um, but it, it's only maybe in the past six months that I've really like doubled down on my dedication to the daily rosary, mm -hmm. um, rather than just, uh, whenever wow. I have time wrote kind of thing to like, I'm going to do this today. I mean, I'm not going to be militant mm -hmm. or scrupulous or evil, you know, mean about it, but I'm mm -hmm. really, you know, I'm going to make the time every day for this. Um, yeah. 
And definitely last summer, I got into that on a daily basis and carried that in through my vacation. I was praying the daily rosary with my mom when I was visiting her. And then since being back in school and back in the friary in Texas, just trying to get some brothers together every night to pray the rosary and Mm -hmm. just keeping that daily connection going. And I think that, um, and trying to make it personal. So, because the rosary can be, you know, if I'm going to say it every day, it can become something on my checklist. Yeah. Like I've got a list of things. I got to go to school. I got to go to mass. I got to check it, supper. Check it. And yeah. I got to pray the rosary. Check it off. Okay, I'm done. But you know, I, I think the the way in, in you know we've we've been together so many times on it, but just trying to make it personal, like just really speaking to Mary, like what's on my heart, like these are my intercessions, um, and taking the time to do that before starting the rosary, just getting in that you know light a candle, turn the lights down, whatever, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, get in a comfortable position. Um, yeah. and then open up my heart to really like, okay, Mary, here's my intentions. Here's my fears. Here's my joys. Offering that all up to you with the rosary, um, has really helped, um, to grow closer to her as, as someone that I depend on, someone that I know, someone that I trust, someone that I turn to and need, um, uh-huh. someone who I'm mystically connected to and in love with on a certain level. So yeah. that, that part's definitely been increasing recently for sure yeah and i feel like as a community of brothers you know like we have the father but there's also i feel like you know i think in the catholic realm like we miss out on the motherly like the need for a motherly Mm. you know someone who has can offer that for us you know uh intercessory prayer and like the motherly care motherly affection you know and uh yeah, so that's been something. But, bro, that's one of the, like, I appreciate you for that because, like, Brand- Brother Brandon will text me around 9.30 or 10. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're going to pray a rosary in five minutes? <laughs> you know, and I always feel bad if I, if I don't go. I'm like, you know, <laughs> dang it, I better go, you know. <laughs> but, no, it's it's really, yeah, that's kind of helped me to calm down, you know, in the in the night on a, mm-hmm. you know, cap, a good cap. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's been really neat. Yeah, I think there's something, too, about, like, ending the day with Mary, like the the traditional, like, liturgy of the hours, the last one of the days, Compline, mm-hmm. or uh, night prayer, and it ends traditionally with a hymn, hymn either to a the, sung hymn mm-hmm. or a spoken hymn or some kind of prayer to the Blessed Virgin Mary. So there's definitely the mm-hmm. monastic or uh, liturgy of the hours tradition of uh, ending that day. With some type of, yeah, my favorite, I like it when we do the salvers, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. When it's not rushed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. When it's not rushed, yeah. But that's really powerful. So, yeah, October 7th, uh, we celebrated Our Lady of the Rosary, which is my favorite image of the Blessed Virgin Mary. All right. Tell us more. Uh, My favorite image. Yeah, so, so I did some reading on Our Lady of the Rosary and found out it used to be called Our Lady of Victory. And uh, so Pope Gregory the Thirteenth uh, changed it to Our Lady of the Rosary, and so like the history behind that was, it was like a big battle in the Gulf of Lepanto. Is that how you say that, mm-hmm. Lepanto? Um, yes. Yeah, so there were some like disagreements between the Ottoman Turks and the Christians, and so the Christians got together they had some allies you know between spain venice and uh the the roman states 
and yeah, they had like met in the in the Gulf, and just started to battle it out. Okay. And this was like on October, I think the date October seventh. Okay. Fifteen seventy one, which is about what would you get? Maybe fifty years after the Capuchin Reformation. Yeah, fifteen twenty eight. I yeah. think was our first thing. Fifteen thirty six with so, the official. Yeah. So yeah, a few years after our Captain Reformation. So they're going at it. They're going at this battle. The same day, it's 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 noted that uh, there was like a rosary meeting or confraternity, in, like they're meeting in Rome, okay. and they knew about the battle, and so they started, you know, offering up the rosary for the oh, victory wow. and for the soldiers and all those involved, you know, and uh, and for for uh, that they would win, and so it turned out that the Christians defeated the Turks and like this, you know route of a battle like they, they won miraculously and so ever since yeah they've you know they've attributed like that miracle to our lady of the rosary okay. so yeah pretty cool and so mm. now we have i'm not sure where the image come from but it's one of my favorite it's kind of a cool historical there's an image associated with it like, yeah there's an image like? so it's it's an image of mary and she's holding a rosary I have to look at my phone again because okay. I have it on the lock screen. I see it sure. oh, yeah. every day, man. So yeah, it's it's uh, Mary and she's holding a rosary, okay. and she has kind of like this Middle Eastern. What do you call that? They wear veil, like a middle yeah, like a Middle Eastern veil. She kind of has that. Um, she's wearing that and she's holding the rosary. But yeah, it's one of my favorites. If I maybe I can post it like a picture of it or yeah. something at the bottom, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's just one of my favorite images, man. Huh. So awesome, yeah. I don't. I know that October seventh is, well, at least in today's liturgical calendar, called Our Lady of the Rosary, and I know it celebrates some anniversary of the Battle of Lepanto, but mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, I didn't know that much about it. That's great. Yeah, really cool. So, so that's kind of where that. I mean, Our Lady of the Rosary came from. Mm -hmm. Well, like, what all do you know about, like, I'm not, well, I don't you know, know, I don't know too much about, like, the history of sure. the rosary itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, just to back up from uh, 1571 to 1214, which would be the year back in the day when the original Franciscans, when Fran Francis himself would have still been alive. Woo, and, um, my boy Francis! <laughs> also, uh, St. <laughs> Dominic was alive. And, um, one of the tasks that had been given to Dominic and his followers was to convert uh, and preach to these Albigensians, who I also don't know a whole lot about. There was some sort of um, some sort of teaching of the Catholic faith that mm -hmm. they didn't hold fully to, and I'll have to look up more on the details of that. But I know that Dominic and his followers were sent, um, I'm pretty sure it was in France, yeah, to preach to them. And I think Dominic had started on the task, so he's out there. Come on, you Albigensians! Come on, you, know? you guys! <laughs> you gotta have the full, the full gospel here. Believe in Jesus. Believe in the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. Come back to your ways, because I think they had started out as as um, Catholics. So, and I think he had some failures. Yeah. And basically, it, I, nobody was listening to him, and they were just all following their own ways. So Dominic went to went out into the forest to pray and fast, mm -hmm. and I guess he spent three days with um, 
with prayers and fasting and much supplications and crying to the Lord. And apparently he was uh, even lacerating his body. And it says, I'm reading from um, St. Louis de Montfort and the Secret of Mary. That's a, that's a hefty. It says, at this point, Our Lady appeared to him, accompanied by three angels. And she said, Dear Dominic, do you know which weapon the Blessed Trinity wants you to use to reform the world? Oh, my lady, answered St. Dominic, you know far better than I do, because next to your son, Jesus Christ, you have always been the chief instrument of our salvation. Then Our Lady oh, replied, nice. I want you to know that in this kind of warfare, the principal weapon has always been the angelic Psalter, which is the foundation stone of the New Testament. Therefore, if you want to reach these hardened souls and win them over to God, preach my Psalter. So the lady, um, end quote there. Well, that's one of the one of the names for the rosary is the Our Lady's Psalter, because there were there are 150 psalms and monks and nuns, uh, beginning in the early Christian days and then to the Desert Fathers and Mothers and into the early Church. They prayed the psalms continuously. 150. And there are 150 psalms. So there are uh, ten. Hail Marys in a decade of the rosary, and there are a total of 15 decades, because there's, well, so originally there were five the, sets of mysteries. That's for the big, big rosary. Right, the so original. for the for the whole rosary, there are five sets of decades, and there are mm -hmm. 10 Hail Marys in each decade. I'm like doing the math. Right, right? I know, yeah, so five. <laughs> so yeah, 10, so for, for one... For one set of mysteries, I'm stumbling over my We're gonna words We're going to take here. a quick commercial break. We're going to edit all this mumbling, jumbling. Yeah, we're going to edit so all So the that. point is, if you originally, if you pray the whole rosary, you'd pray 150 Hail Marys. So it was like Dang, Our Lady's okay. Psalter. As in, if you were a monk or a nun, and you prayed all the Psalms, you'd pray 150 Psalms. Yeah. So it's called Our Lady's Psalter, because the, the Psalms, the way they were arranged, was in the Psalter. I see. So then, of course... Um, if you don't know, um, Pope John Paul II uh, added a new set of mysteries to the rosary. Yeah. So originally they were the joyful mysteries, the sorrowful mysteries, and the glorious mysteries. And one of the things, uh, as beautiful as these were, they actually sort of left out uh, much of the adult life of Christ. So John Paul II added... Uh, suggested. I mean, it's it's still not any kind of requirement, but they are a, another beautiful. The luminous uh, mysteries. Yeah, right? he added what's called the luminous mysteries, which focus on uh, basically mm -hmm. several um, powerful aspects of the adult life of Christ. So the rosary came from Saint Dominic. It's Our Lady's Psalter. There were three sets of mysteries. Now there are four sets of mysteries. And then I sort of alluded to this earlier when, when Brother Vinny asked me about what I like about the rosary. Yeah. And earlier I had heard it described, I think it was uh, Father John Carapi. I used to listen to him, and he said the rosary has a body and a soul. And here in the words of St. Louis de Montfort, it says, The rosary is made up of two things, mental prayer and vocal prayer. In the rosary, mental prayer is none other than meditation on the chief mysteries of the life, death, and glory of Jesus Christ and his blessed mother. Vocal prayer consists in saying 15 decades of the Hail Mary, each decade headed by our Father. 
So vocal prayer, mental prayer, vocal prayer, uh, Our Father, Hail Mary. And today we have the Glory Be, and it's also traditional uh, since the 1917 to add what's called the Fatima Prayer. Yeah. And then the mental prayer, which is uh, announcing the the mystery that you contemplate during the 10 Hail Marys, and then meditating uh, on some aspect or on the general vision of that mystery while you're praying. So the first joyful mystery is the Annunciation. So you would announce the first joyful mystery, the Annunciation. And then while you're praying, the Our Father and the Hail Marys, maybe you want to focus on whatever Mary was doing when the angel appeared. Or maybe you want to focus on Mary saying yes and mm. put yourself in that place of openness to right. God's word. Or maybe you want to picture the Archangel Gabriel appearing and There's all types whatever of that looked yeah. like. Yeah, so it's just, and it's just about the being in that in that place of mystery uh being in that place of uh, of coming to know christ better um through that prayer and yeah i like that the you you can you can also focus on the words the words come from scripture hail mary full of grace the lord is with you mm-hmm. I mean, those are the words that the angel spoke uh that the archangel gabriel spoke to mary and then of course the words of the our father uh come from the lips of jesus himself but for for me, um, the Hail Mary has become sort of like a ladder that you can climb on that you don't even know is there. So you, you're, the just, ladder again, you're just kind of like reciting them. But at the same time, you know, and you're climbing the you're climbing the beads of the rosary uh, with your hands, with your fingers. So it's a very beautiful thing. So climb that ladder, man. Climb, climb the that ladder. ladder. That's Amen. a cool image. Yeah. Climbing that ladder. Don't with fall the off rosary. it. Don't fall off the ladder. St. Seraphim will have to come. Thank you. Ask, ask if he can save you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we also had you had posted on some of our social media a question. If anybody had a question about the rosary this week, so do you want to move into let's um, yeah. Talk so about one this of, question for sure. One of the questions was like, um, you know how there's parts of the rosary. So like you mentioned, you say the Our Father. Or in the beginning, you have the Apostle Creed, and then you're our Father. And so there's like one person leading the rosary. And then, like, if you're with a group of people, they would wait until, like, the second part of the Hail Mary, or the second part of the Our Father, or second part of the Creed, and, like, they would join in. And so the question is, like, why, why, do, why do they, why don't we all just do it all together? Why do we wait until, like, the second part? Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that? Um, like where that formulated, I, 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 my guess is yeah. that it just kind of started with like, you know, all right, this person's leading. Like, let's, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can make some educated guesses. I don't, I've never come across or read anything about that. But as, you know, we were just talking about the Psalms and the yeah, Psalter, yeah. and I, I don't know exactly when, but if you go to an old monastery, and uh, the choir stalls where the monks and the nuns would pray the Liturgy of the Hours are facing each other. So there's like a left side and a right side. Um, and the Psalms are led and prayed right. in a sort of back and forth conversational style. That's right. And if you're Catholic and you go to Mass, you know that the Lord be with you and with, with your spirit. spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift, we lift them up to be- the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so it becomes, a, it's, it's, a, it's a conversational style, you know, so it's a call and response. And I, I think the sort of... Oh, that's a good way of looking at it. I think it. the sort of spiritual yeah. reason for that is that sometimes prayer can just be us like pouring out our hearts to the Lord and, and, then, and then we leave. <laughs> yeah. you know so we need to stay you know for the response you know so that prayer becomes 
uh, a like questioning, a, a listening, yeah, a conversation, you know, with the Lord, mm. not just, um, and of course, we don't just want to all receive from the Lord. We want to, the Lord also, of course, he knows everything, but he wants us to speak that back to him. So that, that's my guesses on it. Yeah. And then, of course, if you pray the rosary by yourself, you know, that's then it. it's just all you, all the parts. But there's something about when you're with other people, just having that call and response. And plus, it involves everybody, but not everybody speaking at the same time. Yeah. That's my guess. Hmm. If anybody knows no, anything else about anybody, that. Yeah. You can um, give us a call. I'd written off. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Uh, you can contact us now. Oh, at, yeah. That's uh, right. Yes. At the Brother Hut. At gmail.com. Yeah, we it's, got a Gmail now, so we're a fish, yeah. man. So, uh, all one word, T-H-E-B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Hut, H-U-T, The Brother Hut, no spaces, no dots, nothing, at gmail.com. So, go ahead and email us there with any responses or any other questions. For sure. And We'll take them. We'll be there to accept them with open arms. Yeah, we are our Podbean site. site is still up and running. You'll be able to find this episode, episode two of the Brother Hut on Podbean. Mm-hmm. Um, Brother Vinny's doing some of the technical work to get us up onto the iTunes uh, podcast. Site. Yeah, hopefully we can get on iTunes uh, and and Spotify. So look, keep a lookout for that in the future. So later on during the week, we're hoping to do like a special rosary edition of of the Brother Hut. Um, so we might post it on Wednesday or Thursday, or just. Brother Brandon, uh, leading leading us in the rosary and just kind of the the way that we 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 do it in the friary. After he'll text me, <laughs> do you want to go? <laughs> I'll be there for that one. All right, I promise. You gotta bring the microphone. Yeah, first, you bring right? the microphone. I'll be there for that. Yeah, one. just you know, because we talked about the the sort of trying to make it personal so that the rosary doesn't become something that you just check off your list every day, mm-hmm. but really taking that time to speak to Mary. Or speak to the Lord through Mary, begging, asking for her intercession, and then just letting our hearts out there. What's on our hearts? What are our needs? Who are we concerned about? Who do we want to pray for? So yeah. We'd love to uh, share that with you and walk you all through that. So enjoy this show and course, enjoy yeah. the upcoming uh, rosary. Rosary that'll edition. That'll probably be a Brother Hut 2.1. Oh, yeah. That'll be like two, yeah, 2.1. <laughs> next week, we'll, uh, we'll uh, bring the world Brother Hut number three. So why don't we go ahead and uh, close uh, with a prayer to Our Lady. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. In the name of the Father, and the and Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Our Lady of the Rosary, pray for us. Father, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Okay. God bless, everybody. God bless, guys. Thanks for joining us.